Hi friends, Gerald Law here. Welcome to the Love Lake Norman podcast. Love Lake Norman is a church in Cornelius, North Carolina, whose mission is to help people find and follow Jesus. You're about to hear a message that will be helpful and hopeful. Our goal is to encourage you to take the next step in your faith. Wherever you are, we want you to know that God has a plan and a purpose for you. Thanks for spending time with us today. We hope you enjoy this message. Well, uh, I was traveling with a buddy to Chicago one time for a work conference, and we started talking so much that we missed the Interstate 77 exit into West Virginia. And by the time we looked up, we were 50 miles into Tennessee. There, There was a turning point on the road, but we missed it. When we look at our lives, there are always turning points. It's just that often we don't see them until we're past. We don't see them until we've zoomed right by. Uh, Whether we took them or not, and maybe at the time it seemed like a a small thing, but the small thing turned into a a big thing. Like when you took that class and you didn't think it was going to be a turning point, but you ended up sitting beside that person who you would eventually marry. Or like when you answered that email, not really thinking it would lead to a conversation that led to a, a job that brought you across the country. Or like when you uh, didn't end that relationship and then a lot of things happened that you regret. Or, or like when you gave that person that money and you, you knew that you shouldn't have done it and you shouldn't have because it didn't turn out well. There are always opportunities to go one way or the other, and sometimes you recognize them in real time, and sometimes you just don't, which is a little scary, isn't it? You can, you can drive yourself crazy thinking, what if I don't make the right choice? What if I missed something along the way? What, the, what if that happened? The good news is that God's still God regardless of the right or wrong decisions that we make. You didn't, you didn't take a detour down some road that God is not on, like he's waiting for you to back the car up and turn around and, and get back on the right, the right path, the right road, so that you can catch up with, with him. The truth is, there are what I would call divine turning points in our lives too. Like, like there are times where we have an opportunity to make a decision to follow a path that, that pleases him or to follow paths that only please ourselves or other people. And, and really then it's only temporarily. There are divine turning points in front of you right now. You can make choices <clears throat> with your life that either honor God or they, they just don't. They help you grow spiritually or they don't. They align with your, your heart, with the heart of Jesus or they don't. So, so how do you know what those are? How can you recognize the opportunities so that you don't miss them when they come? That comes down, it comes down to what, what you're thinking about and what you're paying attention to. When I was on that road with my friend, I wasn't paying attention. I was just talking. I had stopped looking at the road signs. I forgot what I was doing and what my priorities were. Priority number one being take the right exit. This series, we're looking at priorities, spiritual priorities. It's a new year, 2023. It's a great time to consider what changes we want to make. And in order to do that, and in order to recognize the turns that we need to take, the exits that we may need to get off on, we, we need to understand what God really 
values. Now, last week, Ethan did a great job talking to us about how to choose a life of purpose over a life without purpose. And, and today, there's, there's another piece that we want to give you. There's another place, another turning point that, that you can take that really will change your life if you dare to take it. Jesus, he's, he's constantly trying to get people to not fall asleep at the wheel, to, to look up and to make a decision. He's constantly pointing out to people, hey, um, you know there's another way, right? There's another path that you can be on and it, and it doesn't lead to a dead end, kind of like the one that you're on. It leads to life and adventure and joy and purpose. He's, he's always jumping into the car with people and suggesting a new path. Sometimes he does it subtly and sometimes very, very directly. So Jesus joined these, these two brothers, James and John, on their trip one day. And, and uh, think about like a stellar brother duo that you've heard of or, or seen in a movie throughout the years, you know, or in a TV show, Beavis and Butthead, Will Ferrell and the other guy in Step Brothers. These guys were, were maybe kind of in that same place. My brother and I, Jamie and I, did some uh, dumb things along the way too. One time, my brother Jamie was driving me to church, to like to the church youth group on a Sunday afternoon. It had just rained and we we're coming up on this intersection a little too fast. The light turns yellow and he, he panics because he's a young driver. He hits the brakes too hard and we start to spin. And the car did a complete 360, ending up pointing in the same direction we were going. Now, thank God there were no other cars around. There wasn't even anyone else around who saw it happen. And now my mom knows because she's probably watching this. Sometimes even those who follow Jesus the closest don't quite get it. And two of Jesus' followers, James and John, were brothers. They came to Jesus one day and they had something on their minds. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. Now, your kids are, are, are like, they're too smart to be that direct. They think it, but they just don't say it. James and John say the quiet stuff out loud. And then for Jesus, there's like warning lights and red flags and roving spotlights go off in his mind. But he somehow stays calm and he asks them a question. What do you want me to do for you? He asks. And imagine that question with whatever tone you want. Sincere or like an eye roll tone or an exasperated tone. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. In other words, give us the prime seats. Give us the spotlight, the right and the left. Our first thought, the audacity of a question like that. But they're just saying the quiet stuff out loud, kind of, kind of our default attitude. Think about how you pray. For me, sometimes it's like, it's like this. Hey God, would you make me successful? Hey God, help me come through on this test. Hey God, pave the way for me. Hey God, make me great. Saying out loud the things that we, we think, Jesus responds like this. He says, you don't know what you're asking. You don't know what you're asking. Great answer. So, so much wrapped up in that response. He's giving them the benefit of the doubt because uh, out loud, what they just said sounds crazy. Your request doesn't mean what you think it means, he's saying. You don't, you don't know what it means yet to be my followers. You haven't driven down that road yet. You haven't gotten far enough down that 
pathway yet. Jesus says this, are you ready to go all the way with me? Are you ready to like suffer with me? And they, and they say, yes, we are. We're going to go all the way to you. He ends up saying, I can't give you what you're asking for. Now, then the disciples hear what they ask and they get mad. And, and so Jesus, he senses this teaching moment. He pulls them all together. He huddles them up and he says to them, what I think is one of the clearest and best challenges to them when it comes to what he wants from his followers. And he lays out these two roads and he invites them to a turning point in their life. Here's what he says. You know that there are those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles. Those people lord it over them and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must become your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. You see, and this is how the world works. Authority, power, control. Now, this happens at work, your job. Employees are, are motivated by financial reward. It happens in the military. There is authority and there's a chain of command. If there aren't any rules in the military, there's no military. This happens in the government and politicians who are motivated by power. And Jesus is saying, this is how the world works. Authority, power, control, dominance, my will versus, versus your will, beating you to the finish line, making sure that I've got mine before you get yours. To that, he says, four of the most powerful words in the Bible. Not so with you. Just wherever you are, say that with me. Not so with you. Not so with you. He saw in James and John the same thing that he saw in the world. Something that he's trying to stamp out. This insatiable desire for power and authority. Now the other disciples, they, they, they get mad. Uh, but maybe they're mad because... They wanted those positions for themselves. And they just didn't think about asking first. or They didn't want to say the quiet stuff out loud. And to all that, Jesus says, not so with you. If the church is organized on the basis of power and authority and control, is it really any different than the world? If you live as a Christian, a life based on power, authority, and control, are you really any different? There's a better way. And what Jesus is getting at is that there's a different path that you can be on. There's a different choice that you can make. That, that, that you need to be on if you call yourself a follower of mine. He says, it's a path that takes you from ordinary to extraordinary, from, from like typical to unique. Honestly, it takes you from boring to interesting. And sometimes it takes you from stagnant into your faith to growing and experiencing breakthrough in your faith. You want to be significant? Be the one who gives your life away. That's different. You want to be important? Put a, put a servant's towel over your arm. That's unique. You want something for your life? Give your life away. That's interesting. You want your life to mean something? Commit to being in the service of other people. You see, this is the fork in the road that could be a turning point for you, but you're going to have to make a decision. Are other people's interests more important than my own? Am I willing to sacrifice for other People, Jesus is saying, you want to find your life, lose it for my sake. And he, he knew something. He was sharing one of the keys to a life worth living right here. And it's right here in front of you and me. But you have to take a hold of it. I have to take a hold of it. The first person that, that, that serving other people changes, you see, 
is you. And, and, and here's how I've seen this work in my own, own life. If I just go into something thinking, I'm just going to take care of me, then I find that there's no room left to help take care of you. But if I take care of you and put the needs of other people above my own, you know what happens? You do the same for me. They do the same for me. I'm cared for in ways that I could never do on my own, which is, after all, the beauty of the church. Jesus is saying the world's economy runs on power and control and what I get first, but God has an economy too. And it says this, when I give, I receive back a thousand times over because here is the truth. Serving, it might change the world. It might change the world around you, but it definitely changes you. In this church, the, the, the invitation is to get shoulder to shoulder with people. And as you serve someone else, you're going you're gonna to start to say things like, that felt better than I thought it would. And you're going to start to say things like, the person who got the most out of that lesson that I prepared was me. And you're going to start to say things like, I can't believe I get to do this with my life. And it will get better, and it will get better. Serving, like I said, it might change the world, but it definitely will change you. And so my challenge is to step in, to lean in with us. Don't fall for the trap of power and authority and control because it is a trap, a trap that many people never re recover from. Answer this question. What will you do when it all goes away, when all the stuff goes away? Don't let the pursuit of, of, of power and wealth and control make you miss the mission. Let your resources be what they are intended to be, a powerful tool God wants to use to impact people. Begin to give sacrificially because that means trusting him with all of the rest. And then come and die to yourself with us. Because when you come to Jesus, offering your whole self, giving yourself away, it is then and it is only then that you'll find that true life change in a way that honors God and helps people at their point of need. Let me pray. Father, um, it's hard to look around and see uh, others in our world who are uh, searching for power and, and seeking control and, and, and holding on to authority. It's hard to see that and not to feel like it, that should be what we pursue too. But God, you give us a different way you give us this turning point, and I think you're putting it in front of so many of us right now. And you're inviting us to trust you with our lives, to serve, to, to, to turn our back on power and authority and control and put a towel over our arm and serve you by serving other people because that is where true life is found. Thank you for that, you that you paved the way for that by how you lived and also by how you died. We're grateful for your... Um, example. We're grateful for your life, which courses through uh, the church's veins. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks again for listening. You can find out more about Love Lake Norman at lovelkn.org. If you live in our area, we would love to have you join us on Sunday. If you're not near our church, we want to encourage you to find a life-giving church to be a part of where you live. That will be a key next step on your spiritual journey. Please take a minute, subscribe to this podcast, and keep up to date with our weekly messages. And thanks again for joining the Love Lake Norman podcast.